you've been feeling scared, up in arms, precious. This is actually divine. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode 36, and first off, I want to say a big thank you to Betty over on Facebook. You left a fantastic comment that was basically like, Nat, where the hell are you? (laughs) When's the next podcast coming out? (laughs) This is so helpful. It's so helpful to know that like me, you are inspired and enchanted by the wisdom of this work. Thank you for being out there and reaching out. It makes a big difference. Now let's get into the juicy stuff. What's this month been bringing into your life according to numerology? In the last episode, episode 36, we talked about how this month of May, a seven universal month, is a time where we get to receive the grace of our God, the grace of our Creator, and that this will look like a shift in your perspective, a shift in the way that you're looking at the world, a shift in the very seat of your consciousness. And we talked about how incredible and miraculous this truly is. Well, now we're going to be talking about how this might show up in your life. If you're going to have these opportunities to shift your consciousness, to up-level your programming and your way of thinking, how are you going to identify that doorway? How are you going to be able to step through? Well, here's where it starts. It may actually start out looking a lot like distrust. Yeah, a distrust in others. You don't feel that you can trust them. Hang in there with me, because it's going to make sense in a second. So the other night, Nick gets home from work, and this guy, he works these 12-hour days building houses in the blistering heat. He comes home, he checks in with Cammie and I to make sure that our day went okay, and then he goes out to the garden. (laughs) He goes out to the garden. So I peek out there. And I catch him watering some new seedlings that we transplanted in our planter boxes. And as he's watering them, with caulking caked underneath his fingernails, sawdust in his hair, he's all fatigued with achy muscles from hollowing 100-pound wood beams on the work site, I catch him. I catch him secretly smiling to himself, like one of those private, intimate smiles. 
between him and something else. I said to him, You look so happy right now. And he responds without skipping a beat. (laughs) The big smile on his face. That's because I am. And I stood there thinking about this. This guy, he's out there alone, tired, fatigued, and elated. And I realized something. It isn't just that he's feeding and watering these plants. No, that was last month. That's the number six. The six is feeding and watering what we want to grow. And it's awesome. But that's not where this smile of his came from. No, I think that this smile, this smile from him came from his seven hearts desire number in his chart. It's something that I've observed sprinkled throughout our relationship. This incredible, pure, unadulterated joy, childlike joy almost, that comes out of his connection to God through nature. His smile came from what you and I are being exposed to in this seven universal month. A relationship to what can't be seen, but nonetheless is there making things work. So I know that you've been feeling distrustful. You've been feeling scared up in arms, precious. This is actually divine. This is actually one of the ways that the seven is beckoning you to that doorway in a shift in your consciousness. The seven doesn't want you to trust them right now. The paranoia, the distrust, the conflict, the fear, all of these things become present during the seven cycle in part because we are relying on people to give us something that only the invisible can give us right now. Let me explain this a little bit more. So when we get into the self-help spiritual movement, something really awesome happens. We feel empowered to be responsible and accountable for our own lives. This is why I love you guys. I love this community of people who, who are the seekers of information, of truth, of how to make our lives better. We need more people like that. People who are saying, I know I have the ability to influence my destiny and the outcome of my day and of my life. Gosh, I love these people. I love you people. I love who I become when I'm pursuing that as an area of study. But, (laughs) but there is something that happens when we go on this path. Oftentimes what happens is we get stuck in the number six. That's the energy of last month. 
We get stuck thinking that we are the only ones responsible and in control. And we develop a neurosis around this, right? A neurosis is like a, a mental disorder, a way of thinking that causes distress. We develop a neurosis around responsibility. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's where you suddenly feel that you are responsible for every relationship interaction that you have, for everyone's reactions, Every single emotion or feeling or symptom that you have in your body, you're trying to figure out, you're trying to cure, you're trying to get to the root of, right? And this overwhelming sense of responsibility makes it so that it's difficult for you to let people in. When you're responsible for everything, and you're taking responsibility for everything and everyone, it can be pretty difficult to let people into your inner world. That's my dog in the background barking in her dreams. (laughs) Do you guys hear that? (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because when we're responsible for everything, we have to become fighters. We have to bark we have to be on the defense we have to keep people out because when you're responsible for everything you could be decimated by the wrong person coming in right the reason that this is so distressing is because it's not true we are not responsible for everything are we responsible for our reactions Are we responsible for how we show up? Absolutely. Is there incredible validity and empowerment to the self-help spiritual new age movements? Oh yes, there is. It's absolutely life transforming and magical. And yet our pocket of consciousness isn't responsible for everything. If we were responsible for everything, there would there would like there would have to be a you that that's job it was to make sure your heart was beating there would have to be a you that was monitoring whether your immune cells responded to every foreign invader that came into your body jeez there'd have to be a you that figured out how to keep gravity working or a you that would keep the planets in orbit i mean come on <laughs> You're not responsible for everything. Why is this important? Why am I bringing this up? Because the next step after you water and care for what you're committed to growing is letting go. The next step is letting go. Just like Nick in the garden, it isn't enough to feed and water those plants to make sure that they have the right sunlight. You have to get your hands out of the dirt and you have to step back and you have to let the natural intelligence behind existence take the helm for a second. 
when we're in a seven cycle, it is where we have a reawakening around the deeper forces that make life work. You can't force that wound to heal. You can't scream at the cut and monitor it and tell it what to do. There's something else bigger than you, beyond you, that does that. You gotta sit back. You gotta relax. You got to take a break. The reason why, no matter how hard you try, you can't trust people this month, why you may feel combative, why you may feel scared, is because the seven is asking you to step away from the center of the tribe, to to step away from that archetype of the hub of the community, and to go on the periphery, just like the archetype of the shaman or the hermit might do, so that you can be carried by the natural flow of your creator, so that the other forces of life can heal you, So the other forces of life can cause the seed to sprout. So the other forces of your life can carry you to those places and to those people that truly align with what matters to you. Because if it was of your own will and volition, you would stay around people that were not committed to what you're committed to. You would find really, really crafty ways to stay hooked in. You need to be distrustful for just a second so that you can establish, reestablish a sense of trust in your own connection to the divine so that you can remember what is really here for you. So you can remember what you really believe about yourself, about others, and about life. I wasn't kidding when I said in episode 35 that it's imperative to have quiet time, to meditate, to go into nature this month, to pursue your own eccentric curiosities, your intellectual musings. There is something else that you're needing to trust right now. It's not that other people aren't trustworthy. It isn't that there's something else wrong with the people around you or with your coworkers or with the clients or with the customers or with those family members. None of that is necessarily true. But what is true is that you cannot trust them for what you are seeking. And that is why you're being called, perhaps pushed, perhaps running, kicking and screaming away from the center of the tribe. You're being called into the quiet, dark, mystical forest. Because there's some treasure in there that only you can access. And only in the unique and one-of-a-kind way that you've been designed to access the divine. You go there, you'll find the truth that you're seeking. You go there, you'll find the healing that you've been wanting. If you go there and you relax and you rest, 
you curl up and take a nap in that grassy knoll? What you want will come and tickle its nose on you as you dream. So, in review, you don't need to dig up the seeds to check on them to see if they're growing. You don't need to control everything. You are not responsible for everything and everyone that you run into. No, now is your time to rest, to relax, and to take some quiet moments to reestablish your relationship to the mystery, to let it take the driver's seat for just a second so that you can step through that doorway and get access to the truth, the inspiration, the magic, and the healing that you've been wanting and needing. All right, guys, I appreciate you so much. Remember to comment on the blog. Let me know, how are you doing? What's, what's the seven been like for you so far this month? I would love to hear your comments. And if you found this podcast useful, it helps so much if you go and rate it on Google Play and iTunes. I'll talk with you guys next week.